Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Nikki Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm here in my our house, our apartment, oh, our place. Oh, with Chris Convey, my boyfriend, yeah. my living, we live together, living partner. Yeah, now he's your um, roommate too. Oh yeah, he's my roommate, Sexy. bedmate. We got to get a bigger bed. Oh boy, Anya, Brian, oh. and Noah are also here. Um, what yeah. size beds do they all have? Yeah, are you guys sleeping with partners in a queen? I mean, Brian doesn't sleep with his partner in the bed. They have separate bedrooms. So, yeah. do you sleep in a, with a queen with two people? Queen here. Well, also a creature, a fifty-seven-pound ins- dog. It's insane. Wait, your dog sleeps what? in the bed with you. Yeah. What are yeah. you guys doing? Cock Come on. Block City. No, I mean like sleep block city. Like, can you even sleep yeah. with that? Aren't you constantly I mean, waking it's up? It's so and, like, wonderful. I do have a d- hip dysplasia and I'm constantly waking up. No. You have things um, that dogs should have. Yeah. <laughs> Rays. Kennel oh, Chris <laughs> Best friends. <laughs> Brian got a good haircut. Perfect butthole. Mm. It does oh, look boy. like a good haircut. <laughs> Um, haircut. Yeah, no, this is this is two weeks from a haircut, so it's like about that time when it cu- starts to grow in, and oh, everyone's pleased. It's yeah, feeling it. Chris itself. got one last week. Too, you know but how it's so it is fun. when you get you know. a haircut. No matter Chris, how good the haircut there. is, when you get it, you just feel like it's shit. Yeah, but it takes like two weeks, and then it's good. Yeah. I just asked Matt if I looked like a Republican newscaster the other day because I too had a. Have and he a, just asked you. You told us if he looked like a <laughs> pale mouse. <laughs> Why do you guys ask each other these really hurtful <laughs> questions that you know you're never going to say yes to? Like, I, I don't think I've ever asked you, do I look fat or no. do I look no. ugly? I tell because, you every morning before I leave. Yeah, because I never have to question it. You, you don't have write to. me a note on all of my little lunches you pack for me that are just uh, <laughs> celery sticks. Um, <laughs> you know how you look. You, look. you know how you, you look based on what air. I on what I pack for you in your lunch. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, I, I I don't understand people who ask their partners things that are hurtful. 
Are you? You're pretty much just telling them to tell you the opposite because you don't really want to know if you look like a Republican. And are you expecting? Do you know that you'll be able to know if you look like a what did you say a, a housewife Republican housewife Republican newscaster? Okay. Do you know? Will his response if he laughs does that mean yes? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. And what are you going to do about it if he laughs? Get a haircut. Get another one. <laughs> or Go even shorter. Get fucked and put some hair powder in my hair. And or just like, start watching okay. Tucker Carlson. Yeah. yeah. Or just lean into it. Or yeah, or get rid of the bow tie that you wear around the house with him every day. <laughs> yeah. Wait. This um, just in. We're fighting. <laughs> it's a trick, though, because if somebody asks, like, oh, do I look Republican? And you say, no, you don't. Then you're denying that a person's feelings and they get upset that way. So what you have to do. I've never asked anyone for feedback on my looks. I'm so scared of the answer. Why do you guys want to know that you look bad? I don't care if I look like a Republican newscaster. It's just a haircut. So, and Matt doesn't lie, which I love. And I can't believe it's not on the spectrum. But I think he I'm, just tells the truth. He's like, I don't think so at all. Like, I can tell if he's mm, lying at all. You like, believe when, that. Right. Unpopular I do. Opinion, he's not a great actor. Have you seen Republican newscasters? They're kind of hot. I mean, yeah. Pretty that's hot. A Nowadays, you're right. <laughs> that's you're what they're right. like. That's that's, that's part a, of what that's what's going on the over there. That's over there. Yeah. That's yeah. why everyone's Speaking of which, we're coming to San Diego <laughs> soon. Don't miss Nikki in San Diego. Wait, is San Diego <laughs> full of Republican newscasters? <laughs> yes, yes. Turn on really? the TV when we're there. You'll be like, Jesus Christ. It's like the Trump. What was Trump's pageant? The Miss Universe or Miss World? Oh, yeah. yeah they're all that. They all have mermaid hair and it's bleached out of their and their teeth are gleaming and they're just really really right wing and beautiful um i you were mentioning something before the podcast about um matt asking about his pallor and (laughs) i was gonna bring this up on the show today men are getting sprayed hands so much more i've noticed it in all of my like comedian friends you're kidding kreischer even yesterday posted a video that i loved where he's losing weight and he's like kind of documenting it good. and he goes this is what I look like when I put a spray tan on this imagine what it's going to look like so he acknowledged <laughs> the thing that women have always known you get so much hotter with a spray tan I like mm. that men are embracing it it doesn't make me cringe I think that if you're smart if you're on TV a lot you should get a spray tan because sure. I've, I've noticed these guys all looking a little bit like they get richer and I'm like what are they doing that's different they're just doing spray tans and hair stuff like I hair just started watching and, the morning show John Hamm is doing something. I mean, he's always had a How great hairline, but it's even better. And it's what's his name? The brother. Billy Crudup. Crudup's doing something to his hair. He's not getting a lot of face work done, but man, Crudup. is he aging well. Yeah, he does. And um, oh. what's he the other like, guy? Duplass. He's, starting to, he's aging like a skeleton. Like he's aging like mm-hmm. um, a hot that, skeleton. Like Mr. Bones. <laughs> he's aging like um, the Jack, the you know, from the midnight before Christmas. Jack Skellington. Yes, he kind Mm -hmm. of is aging a little bit like that, but he looks good. He's got a tight neck. Tight neck. We got a tight neck here. I like him a lot, but he's getting evil. You like him just fine. He's getting. Are you watching the morning show episode two? Yeah. (sighs) Okay, so you are like watching in the middle of episode two, or you're like about to come back from space. Well, oh, so you only watched one episode. Correct. Spoiler for anybody that's watched the, the morning oh, show. I put it on my story too. Yeah, it's, it's, it deserves to be spoiled. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever watched. Yes. And I've I heard said it the dumbest the thing. Shark. Oh my god! It should be the news phrase should be it went to space. Went to space <laughs> <laughs> on, an, on, on a half hour notice. When and the guy who did space. the oh my god. Okay, so let's just talk about the morning show. The morning show is like the, was this great show. They did a whole season or two seasons. 
It was compelling. There was like drama. It's like not the best written show. Chris, you made a great point the other day. If you're watching Succession and then you go to the morning show, you're going to have some judgment. You're going to have a bad time. You're not going to have a great time because Succession's the greatest show ever. And if you're even if you're watching Suits, you're going to have a bad time because the dialogue <laughs> is rough and it's Chris's yeah. favorite show. I would put Suits. No joke. I said it the other night. I go, is this better than Suits? And it's, you were like, oh, this is uh, Suits is 100 times better than yeah, this. Yeah, Suits. I would put Suits, you know, whatever the good seasons are. I don't really remember. But I would put the good seasons of Suits up against the morning. These three seasons what? of Morning Show any day. Yeah. No, against I, I all wouldn't these be surprised by that. Hard-hitting uh, actors? I know. It's, it's insane. No, the dialogue Margo is terrible. Carell, and Aniston. No, the the acting is great. No one's questioning that. What is happening? It, and the acting isn't that great for... I saw one thing. Let me just say, yesterday I said that comments make you change the way you look at things. I read a review of the morning show before I started watching it. And it it didn't even discuss how much it had jumped the shark and how dumb the plot lines are. That didn't even... I can't even believe that Lanek didn't touch that because it said what the morning show gets wrong. And they talked about all this other stuff. Uh, but they did say that Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon are bad at being news anchors. And it's not believable that <laughs> Reese Witherspoon has just been... She came out of nowhere. She was like doing, you know, morning, local morning TV in Kentucky. And then all of a sudden she is the number one hard hitting newscaster with her own. Like she's the Peter Jennings of 2023 after working at um, UBA, which UBA, by the way, if you're watching the show, you'll be interested in this. If you're not, you might not be. UBA only reports on things that are going on at UBA. <laughs> Any report UBA they ever scandals. do is like, well, UBA has to answer some questions today about our race relations. UBA has some allegations to talk about regarding sexual, <laughs> uh, you know, assault. UBA, I've been here at UBA forever. Everything's about UBA. It's the it's so dumb. It's bad. But I think Everyone's they I actually think, in their office. I actually think they do a good job of making like morning show stuff look yeah. a little bit like cheesy and yes. hokey and their toss outs are kind of like dumb and like their little like stupid host banter where and they all the pretend to be tone. friends and it's like and then yeah. we'll do I it hard when disagree we... with the Atlantic on that I think Aniston in particular is doing a great job of doing like morning patter well I think Chris had a good point because I was saying this I was like you, I'm points. just not buying them as newscasters I think they got in my head about it because I just don't think they're I think they're amazing actresses I can never hold a little even match up to what they do generally but it's newscasting or um, which isn't that hard just read a prompter and talk like this like it's not that hard but you said also stand up comedy is something or being an athlete actors can't fake that like you can tell right. when an actor's mm. being a stand-up and it's not good. It's right. a harder thing. When to actors ace. try to be a stand-up, they or an they, athlete. They're they're very very rarely is it great. That's and why then, Sandler's movie was so good, because Anthony Edwards played himself or played a basketball player and he could actually play basketball. Oh yeah, my god, so I pictured sense. the guy from ER. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I just pictured the doctor from ER. What's his name? <laughs> Is he uh, also I, Anthony the Edwards? The bespeckled one that died Edward, of cancer. Edwards yeah. Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the basketball thing. Oh, Hustle? Is that yeah, the movie Yeah, Hustle. I never saw it. Netflix's Solid. Sandler movie, Hustle. They got yeah. actual star current basketball players to play the basketball players in the movie. And I they were excellent. I heard that's important. Because Chris, anytime an athlete is on a show and throws a ball, Chris will be like, oh, not a real athlete. Like, he can just tell it by the throw. <laughs> Doesn't that bother you, Brian, when you see, like, a movie about, like, the greatest the quarterback of all time? Yes. And, and they're, like, throwing, like, 
Or when this. a basketball player takes a shot and then they cut to just a close up of the hoop and then the <laughs> yeah, ball yeah. goes through the hoop. <laughs> oh. There's these these kids. What I showed it to you the other day, like oh yeah, the crab. The Crab Brothers, they do a perfect job of making fun of it. I'm going to look them up. I don't think it's worth playing on here. I'm not going to play it. Okay, because you can't hear their throws, but they do really bad throws. And it was exactly what Chris has always been saying. I mean, I've been hearing him say this for, what, 45 years? Crab videos. Crab with a K. These guys do a good job. Yeah, hands. hands, No, they're real people. They're like young. They're like young, young funny boys. Yeah. Yeah. Young, hard bodied. Well, are they tanned? Pure sold t- spray tanned young. <laughs> I'll tell you why Matt got insecure fresh. about his pallor, and I'll I said it before you the tan. show, and I'll I'll say it again for the listener who wasn't here beforehand. But he got insecure because we were backstage at Nikki's show in New Jersey, and I had just gotten a spray tan, as had Nikki. Right, right. You were tan. Oh no, I was just tanning up. I was like tanning my legs with the the, the lotion stuff. Oh, and yeah, then, but it looked great. You were gleaming and bronzed. And Rick Glassman's in the backstage just holding court being, you know, Rick Glassman. So, blah, 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 blah. And then he, he has a beautiful model girlfriend. And Matt just is in the other tiny room around the the corner. And for some reason, sends me a text that just says, does my skin tone make me look like a mouse? <laughs> I'm like, he's been around tan, good-looking, charismatic people for five minutes too long. What does he's that even mean? Insecure. Like pinkish? I don't know. Like a, I didn't get I, it And either. then I said, babe, no, you're so hot. What are you talking about? But this is a hilarious text, and he just wrote, an old mouse. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> Rick's girlfriend is 26 and was like, mm-hmm. You know what's happening to me lately is I'm looking in the mirror and I'm noticing I'm not aging or something. I will say, uh, let me defend her because she was not just saying not I'm not She listens to the show. I know. Just but, the facts. But uh, yes, but that would sound crazy out of context. She had just seen me on stage saying that girls in your 20s, I know you think you're not going to age because yes. you're just thinking like, oh, it's a choice. You look at older women and you go, that's so sad they're doing that. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going <laughs> to be different. Point. And she goes, oh my God, that's such a good point that you made on stage about that because I was just looking in the mirror today and I thought, I'm not aging. And she, she was just having that. She was just verifying yes. like, it is true that women in their 20s don't think it's going to happen to them. And mm-hmm. then it fucking hits 100%. you so hard one day. Do you remember yeah. those times that are confronting? Like there, if you walk yes. by a certain kind of car with like a tint in the window and you see what you actually look like in that car window, you're like, I had no idea. What do you mean by a tint in the window? When when the when you walk by like a car and like you can see your reflection, yeah. there's something extra revealing about that kind mm, of that like a certain tint in the window. Really? Yes. Ever see it's it's kind of like when you are wearing sunglasses yes. that wrap around and you kind of look to the side and you can see your crow's yes. feet up close. Yeah. It's oh. so you it's also see inside awful. your pores around it and you're like how are they so it's close? It's disgusting. Oh like in you the think pore. <laughs> In the four, you've got that. I think you might have a joke about uh, the magnifying those, mirror. The magnifying mirror, awful. Mm. And you, you know what's the worst thing about that joke is that I've always been like, it's kind of it's comedians talk about like I guess I've talked about this with every comedian I know, and everyone can relate to it in something in their life where you like maybe Anya, you have like lyrics like this where you're just like, it's a B. or it's like a C. It's just a placeholder, uh, and I haven't gotten back to to right. drink. T- tinker, tinker with it. <laughs> I'm gonna get back on. in there and tinkle on it. <laughs> and uh, that and always works. I just have never gotten back to the thing about. I have this whole bit about you know d- features in hotel rooms that make me depressed, and one of them is the magnifying mirror. And I've never been able to like get back in there and do it. And then I bought Ellen's book. Oh boy! And it's the first. It's like the first three pages. No is, like, way. Dissecting those mirrors and how 
unnecessary they are and how awful they are and oh, it's no. like she took that sponge and wrung it out dry <laughs> and does she, is there still room because you that's you have other things in the hotel that you talk about yeah uh, is this now toast I think my challenge is to find something about it that she didn't talk about okay yeah. and it, it's going to be the hardest thing ever but it, it just showed me blood. how many like things there are in everything like you you don't have to Give yeah. up early on something. Sure. We learned that a little bit last night to a to a bad degree. Oh my god, Chris oh, and I've shit. been watching a lot of stand up specials just to get ready uh -huh. for mine because he's producing. Oh, mine. I want to hear about this. It made me sad. Well, we can't name names. No, I know, but no, I was. No. We can't name name. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a bunch that I was like, I don't know. I was. It made it really made me sad. Well, it made me happy because if anyone's been listening lately, I've been feeling imposter syndrome and feeling like, oh God, I'm not good enough because I've been just listening to the greats. Yeah. I've been comparing myself to the best at their best. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I've been watching and listening to some of it with you. And we watched Mulaney yeah. the other night in, oh, at Radio God. City and Kid Gorgeous. Yeah. It's yeah. so. Funny to the to it's not unfair to watch Mulaney and then watch anybody else. Oh, it's it isn't fair, but these people deserve that comparison. Right. They deserve the people we were watching. Yeah, how dare how anyone dare like anything that these people do? It's it's the fans' <laughs> fault. It's people's bad taste fault. I'm angry at people who like these people oh. and continue to support them and continue yes. to laugh at their jokes because you think. I don't know whose uh, whose lifestyle these people like whose experience these people are representing. I'm really just yes. talking about one person. I'm I'm trying to think <laughs> of the other about name. multiple people. No, I can't. There's name. one successful comedian, and also I want to add on. It's not, I, the I, wait, industry. I'm gossiping. I'm not being um. What's it with my <laughs> word? with your word. Yeah, Fuck I'm being that peckable. Book. Fuck that dumb book. It's stupid <laughs> horseshit from college. Okay. The you want to add on the industry though, because the industry also just props people like that up. It's like, what? Who are you talking to? Like, there's something about them that the industry just gloms onto. But I was watching a comedian uh, a few a month ago, and I could not figure out who was relating to the jokes this person was telling. Yeah, there were audience members laughing, and I was like, what world are these people living in that they just understood? What he said enough to think it was funny. And That's, I can't say who it was, but I'll tell you after. Like yeah. some of these things, it was, it was like somebody said like, and then you know when uh, then your girl goes to the bathroom and she comes out with a rubber hose and it's like, enough with the hoses. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh! That's why I was we so sad last I night. I was like, it and I go, am I even a part of this world? Like, yes. the, this person yes. kept saying like, you know what this is like. And I'm like, does anybody know? Is this a, this isn't even a real the thing? The person would speak from their point of view, representing like a certain gender, and then I would check in with either Chris or I. And I'm like, does that represent the gender that this person is saying? And then they would switch and go other gender. Let me actually talk from your perspective, and I'd I'd pause it and go, let me say from the perspective of the gender this is from. I because I'm not trying to give away who it was. It was wrong on both ends because at first I go maybe maybe this person isn't nailing the other gender because they're not that gender so they're not in the loop so they're maybe just off but then they represented my gender and i go they're uh -huh. fucking so off with this right i know so many women they've never had this experience <laughs> i wish i could give examples i'm sorry this must be so frustrating for the yeah. listener because even listening to brian say that little thing i was like tell me who now tell yeah. me who now <laughs> um but okay so let's move on we were just watching bad stand-up and it, it made me feel good because but what it's interesting because i feel like i'm somewhere in between like i i i think you either have to be real shit 
or fucking amazing. And in between, no one really has room for it or space for it. Does anyone agree? I think there's so much mediocrity, isn't there? But I'm saying there's either really bad that you're just like, how did this get made? Or mm-hmm. it's like the best it's, ever. It's feeling like that. It's starting to feel like that where a lot of this stuff, like I look at um, like cartoons that get bought and put on TV and it's like, is there, there's no in between anymore. It's like, either this is pure right. horse shit. It's there's either so the many cartoons the that came out in the last three to five years that are like irredeemably bad. It doesn't even right. make sense that they're on television. And then every once in a while, name, there's name. something that's that's so amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. I'll never be able to write something that's like that. That's why I just think if some if succession exists and John Mulaney exists, what are we doing? <laughs> you there's believe. room for other stuff, but yeah. it should be well, pretty need, close to that. We need it should chances. Be a bar. We need chances to get there too. So without, yeah. like, on a football team, is there someone? There's Mahomes, and then yeah. is there there's like a whole Patrick's uh, practice squad? Patrick yeah. squad. But are they? Terrible? I'm a part of the Patrick squad. I'm a big Mahomes fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to go to break. Well, let's change the subject after this because it's frustrating for people who are out of the loop. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800 3334 for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back. I was just looking in my notes for some reason. It just came up on my phone. And um, it. I have a joke that I think is pretty good. 
Do you want me to do try it out? Do you want to do out? it now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys, I just found out. This is really hard. I just found out, like, I can't, I can't have kids um, because they're awful. <laughs> my life <laughs> just really building it up like oh I can't have kids but like the reason is because they'll ruin my life right last night when Chris and I went to dinner and I just saw this like toddler knocking things off the table and the parents just like tired and both hunched over with horrible posture not looking at each other not even dressed up just trying to get through the day and I was just like I just felt real good about it. again I felt it was like that scene verified this other thing I've been doubting. Like, am I doing the wrong thing by not doing that? And yes. then the, then watching the specials at home of the bad people made me feel like, okay, I'm good. Like, I've been... What is it called when you, like, um, watch things to make you feel, feel better? Hate watch or schadenfreude? Yeah. Schadenfreude, hate yeah, when you, when you hate something to feel better. I don't know. Hate, hate watch is, I think, the word you're thinking of, though. Yeah, I don't think I was hate watching. Yeah, well, hate isn't, watch is when you're, like, entertained. Isn't that... Isn't it more you... Take pleasure in other people's suffering. Yes, yeah, pleasure. like what's that? Pleasure in other people's suffering. Yes. Is shot in. That's what I think it is. Okay, then yeah. I was having shot in Freud at the at the at the dinner. Actually, I felt bad for those parents. I want them to have a good life and I'm sure they do. But don't you think there's a certain element of you looking for things like yes. like trying to like pour on like reasons to not do it because it's such it's yeah, annoying to you in so many ways and yeah it's like getting to the end of the road potentially yeah. and it's like okay yeah, it would be good to sour validate. grapes this a little bit yes sour grapes it's good to validate the thing the choice that i've already made and then i had stress dreams last night about having a baby and we named it nolan and Whoa. it was like premature and it came out and then it turned into like a little animal and I was chasing around that animal. And I, I always have stress dreams where I'm trying to take care of an animal that I've starved to death. And it's like oh. fluttering around like a moth that's injured. And I'm trying to find it. And then I lose it. And then I rescue it. And I'm holding it in my hand. And then it morphs into different things. And that's a st common stress dream for me. But we had a baby. We named it Nolan. And Chris's middle name is Nolan. Not because of the actor. Oh, I think the, right. oh, Nolan's mm. the coolest Director. name ever. Director is what I mean. Yeah. Does he ever act? Were you ever, at, at any point in the dream, did you th say to yourself, for 50 seconds, I thought there were monsters on this earth? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's Is a that reference from Oppenheimer? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why would I say that? Oh, because they turn into little monsters? Well, yeah, because you said it was like a... It was like an animal running around. Metal. Yes, it yeah. was. It was. Chris and I have also been watching the Detroiters, oh, God, which is, um, I think you should oh, leave. Yeah. That's the reference he just made. Um, uh, the beginning of the leave. end for Comedy Central is when they canceled Detroiters. What or the thinking? end of the end, really. Because yeah. they don't have money for, like, they don't do anything. Do they do, uh, do they do Nora from Queens? Like, is that the only show <laughs> they have know. right now? I have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Just, for, but for the like, Detroiters was great. It was so good. We're, we're only halfway through the first season and we love it. It's like a little... We know we only have two it's a seasons of cleanser. it. So when we're yes. watching things, it's like, eh. Oh, we also started watching. Have you guys? Have you guys? I'm sure you guys do all this stuff, but like, go back in on Seinfeld episodes randomly. Yeah. Oh man. We're going back in on Arrested Development. We're on season two. I love we did that it too. So oh, it's much. so good. I think it's, it's so our second good. or third time through. Brian, do you and Allie do like go back and watch shows together? Like rewatch. Yeah, like, I don't know. Do you ever, yeah, watch, rewatch? I mean, Allie, like, as I've mentioned, Allie is uh, watching Seinfeld for the first time, and so I'm rewatching it with her at, at points. But it's very rare that we would go back and watch a series again that we've already seen together. I think that's rare. 
that you that there that you don't do that. Are you in a loveless marriage? It's rare that we do that. <laughs> She'll watch movies again and again. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't think like if like if there's a show that we really like, like we've watched it and then we move on to the next one. Right. There's just well, so many great things. There's so not. Many. There's no mediocre stuff out anymore. Everything's well, great. I think that there. I get a lot of joy out of watching things that I know Chris and I both have like loved separately when growing up or whatever before we met, and then we watch them together. Like last night, I pulled up the Seinfeld episode where he is posing as a marine biologist. Anya, were you really into Seinfeld? Uh, not. I think I watched it, but I wasn't. I didn't appreciate it. At the time, you as much have as to I go watch Seinfeld. It is the it's. Oh yeah, I realize I it is sometimes. colored my personality more than anything in my life. Seinfeld has. Yeah, I just think I just watched the, the wallet episode where oh, George gets the episode. wallet. Oh yeah, and it, like, like he has to like well, he has the yeah the it gets too big. But last night we watched the one where he um uh, the sea was angry that day, my friends. Yes, classic. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also watched the one. I just love Julia Robert or Julia Louis Dreyfus moments. Um, um, Jerry, give me twenty bucks. Let's see if you get the twenty bucks back. Because Jerry keeps breaking even, and so she's like, "Give me twenty bucks." Because he's like, "I lose a job, I get a job. I lose a girlfriend, I get another girlfriend. I lose a poker game, I get that money back." And she's like, "Give me twenty bucks." And he's like, "What? What for?" And she's like, "Just give me twenty bucks." And then he, she takes it and she just throws it out the window. And she goes oh, and she just looks at him like. <laughs> <laughs> she's so excited, so cute. And then you were like, she's just the cutest thing. She's the most charming. She's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. I that marine enough. biologist speech makes uh, you miss like live studio audiences a little bit. When you have a really good moment in a sitcom and then the audience oh, yeah. erupts in applause, like that is worth it. I think that's worth some of the corniness. If they would just Until make the jokes better. That's, that, when I hear people have not enjoyed their working times, it really makes me not enjoy the thing I used to like. Like, like when friends. Rain Wilson was like, I hated. <gasps> yeah, that I just found really out broke he was depressed heart. during yeah. the office and was never happy and he was constantly thinking about why didn't my movie do well? Why am I not signing oh. this, this person? Why am I not getting this development deal? He was like miserable the whole time he was making the office. He was trying to prove a point which is like he wishes he would have go gone back and just like been happy with what he had. Like just had mm -hmm. gratitude in the moment because he was on the hit. He was the best character on or one of the best characters ever to live and a com yeah. comedic series and one yeah. of the best comedies to, to ever be made and he couldn't enjoy it so it was a point he just made in a podcast offhand but that clip's been circulating and i felt the same way of like well this is gonna change the way i look at this like he was and the and matthew perry all those quotes that came out of his book oh, how he was boy. miserable how he's blacked out how he oh. was just frantically so upset all the time about if a line was going to work or not with the studio audience. Like he could never be sure of it. So he was always on edge. Like I don't Hell. know about you. I don't want my performers to be on edge. Just can everyone just have fun. That's why if <laughs> yeah. I'm going out on stage, I try to like genuinely set the stage to be having a good time mm. because the worst thing I could ever do for my fans, at least, or for me as a fan, the worst thing to find out would be if Taylor Swift is having a bad time. Or right. like she was having oh a bad day God. that day. And apparently she's having a great time. That's why I like that Shane Gillis special. He's out there. Yeah. Whether he is or isn't, he looks like he's having a good time out yes. there. Yes. Yeah. And I, yes, I buy it. And that's why I'd be excited to go see Taylor now, knowing that she's like super like starting to be in love. She's in the best stages of a relationship. The early stages where everything they do is adorable and you're just like, you know, fawning over yeah. a hunk. That's part of Remember what you're us? selling. We used to have that. <laughs> yeah, you used to be a hunk. <laughs> I used to be a hunk. <laughs> we haven't something. We get back together though. Whenever we get back together, we have a surge of that. 
Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's good. So, so we're due. Yeah, we're 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 <laughs> overdue. <laughs> yeah, it's um. I just when you every- get on stage, yeah. that's part of what you're selling is having a good time, and that's why I bet you the comedian you were watching that you're like, who's relating to this? I bet you they're not relating to it. I bet you they're just like, he's having such a good time. I want to have a good time also, and that's what you sell. The experience. There's a there's a great quote, and I think Jeff Tweedy like paraphrased it from somebody else, but he said Wilco. From Wilco, he said something like, uh, people people go to concerts because they they want to see people believing in themselves. Ah, uh, that's so true. And wow. so that's what you want. You want you want to be confident in the person. You want to know that the person's having a great time. That is why I suffer with watching Taylor Swift's 1989 performances because she said in Miss Americana that she was starving herself at that time and that she would really feel exhausted and hungry. I don't think she said hungry, but she would feel so exhausted during those shows because she didn't have enough energy. And so I, it's, it makes me sad to watch it now. Cause I'm like, Oh, she might've been like hungry during this or something. And now I just can't mm. enjoy, you know, uh, you are in love as the song as much that performance. And that's from what which album? Actually, as someone who's been anorexic before, the only time I was having fun was when I was performing, and then I would stop forgetting about how hungry I am. So maybe I'll be able to watch again. it. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice reversal. Okay, <laughs> like that really is like the only time You've been like wasting you're, years. You're getting that dopamine rush, and you're like, I'm not even hungry. Like I'm right. fucking. Perf- I'm getting all this attention and love. Now 1989 is the only thing you can watch because the other ones are like, she's probably full right now. (laughs) (laughs) 19 to 89 was her weight range uh, that she was going for during that time as well. Um, No, I'm not making light. Taylor, don't get mad about that joke, please, if you're listening. I love you so much. It was just a joke. Nice apology. Yeah, In the moment apology. Well, it is. I go. mean, you gotta yeah. do it. You gotta do it. Because I don't want to ever... UAB do made some comments. <laughs> yeah, UAB. Wait, can I just quickly go back to the morning show? I'm not done just saying some of my gripes. Really? No. One more thing. But what about all the people that haven't listened <laughs> to the... Because devastated. I think this... Because this might... Even rep- at the time, I was like, we gotta move on. <laughs> no, no. I think this is interesting. I, I, I think... Okay. Shows do this a lot especially shows written by men. And I don't mean to be like the, be- does it pass the Bechdel test? Are there women ever talking about anything other than men? But like, you could tell in the show, they needed to make Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon's characters like, they're best friends. But like, yeah. they haven't shown us that in the storyline at all. Like, there's been no evidence of that. Because it, actually, they were um, adversaries for a couple of the, um, for both seasons. They had um, not great uh, moments where they were kind of in competition with each other and threatened by one another. So something happened though between season two and season three, and now they're really close and best friends. Yeah, and how yeah. do they prove Explain it that. to us? But how, wh- but why is this a guy? Why, what, what has that anything to do because with? Because this is where p- I think potentially this is why we I don't think, even know that a guy came up with this, but this idea. Is, I'm, I know you're looking it up right now to prove me wrong. I'm not trying to prove you wrong. I'm just <laughs> I'm just I just don't guessing it was because this is why, Chris. I'm going to yeah. explain it because the re- the way they made these women seem close was that they had one of them say to the other. Oh, oh, well, did you get that rug I suggested you get? <laughs> she goes, yes. Yes, I did that get the rug. It, it looks yes. great. And she goes, you got to come. You haven't been to my place yet. I've invited you so many times. You got to come see the rug. She's like, I know. Uh, I got to get over there to see the rug. And she goes, yeah, it's, it's, I've had the rug a while and you've been promising to come over and you got to come over for some wine. So it's wine. Uh, yeah. It's women suggesting rugs to oh each other. And it's like. 
and it's you gotta come over and see the rug. It's like you gotta come see the baby. This is like when I went <laughs> I to Nashville that's... to write a hit song with a very well known uh, writer down there, and he was like, "Let's write a song from like a point of view of a girl. Like, let's just do a song for like what you guys like to do. Like, I got a manicure today. I'm gonna meet my girls for martinis." I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, I, know. He has, I hate to no, say, it, directed is... by a woman, written by a woman. <laughs> okay, oh. that's fine. She's a misogynist, uh, and a lot I'm of just saying, I, like I, I don't. I get the sense of those things too sometimes, and I'm like, "Was this was yeah, probably you not?" Say sometimes this yeah. was written by a woman because this is not a man. Because you'll something will happen on a show, and you'll be like, "What did they just say?" Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like hit it, hit a touchdown or something, and you're like, <laughs> "Who wrote this?" Me. And then you look it up, I and you're like, oh, it's "Christopher okay. Nolan." <laughs> so I understand like the inclination to 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 do that I get yeah. it but it was definitely written by a woman I hear that I hear that it's it's but it was just I guess um I didn't mean to play the man card or like men don't understand women at all it's more that just just make them not friends they can just not be friends we don't need them to be friends but th- I think they just need it for us to to calm us in some way. Like, oh, at least they're friends. Because there's no, they, we don't see them hang out at all. We do, but then, okay, but this is the storyline that is fucking nuts. Okay, first episode. If you haven't seen the show, you don't like the show. It's not a spoiler alert. And you should watch it just to see if you think it's as crazy as me. So a little bit of a spoiler alert. Want to do a honk for morning show first episode? <laughs> Okay, oh my God. so Reese Witherspoon is a, she's on the like evening news and she's the, the Peter Jennings now, okay? And then Jennifer Aniston is like the Katie Kirk of like the Today Show, okay? So she does the morning show. So Jennifer Aniston has been training to go up into space. They're gonna set her up <laughs> on a shuttle. But the shuttle is bought by a guy like Elon Musk who is a oh. billionaire who the who the guy at UBA, which is the network, it's like CBS, UBA is gonna, the guy, the the main guy there is gonna sell UBA to this rich guy. But she does, she does know that she's just i'm going up in this space shuttle with this john ham guy and so she's training for like months waking up early in the morning to go running so she can go up in this dumb space shuttle it's this whole thing on the show which i kind of like maybe they do that okay that makes kind of set like, yeah, like maybe, shatner did it like yeah celebs people have done sure. this okay so like i don't hate that but what I do hate is that Reese Witherspoon has a story that she's working on where there is a woman in Texas who is going across the border to get women abortion pills in the States because women in Texas can't get abortions anymore. And she is so upset about it. And she's talking to this um, girl who is, you know, risking her life to get across the border. And she really wants to expose the story. She, then she gives it to her story editor. And her story editor is like, no way, Reese. That is too touchy of a subject for us at UBA. This is a family network and we got to pick our battle. And she's like, I only came on this network so I could change the world. And she's feeling very frustrated. Then she goes to Jennifer Aniston. She's like, they're going to cut my story. And Jennifer Aniston's like, oh, God, you know, you just got to pick your battles. My rug. You're finally seeing the rug have some wine. Don't spill it on the rug. So then, Did they spill it? <laughs> no. So uh. then... So then she's going down to go to space. They're flying down there and on the plane. And so Reese has kind of told Jennifer Aniston about the abortion issue. And she's like, that's terrible. And she's like, it's really bad. And so Jennifer Aniston on the plane down to go to space to Texas (laughs) is like looking through her phone. And she's like, oh, it is awful. These abortion clinics. Guess how many fake abortion clinics there are in Texas out of 120? Guess how many? And she's talking to all her people who don't care. And they're like, she's like, a hundred of them are fake. Because she was like, this is bullshit. And so she's getting fired up. Oh, they set the scene. Something's going to happen. Jennifer Aniston suddenly sold on this abortion story that she just told Reese to bury and just like told Reese, you know, you can't, you got to pick your battles, Reese. Don't do it. So she goes down. And then on the way there, she, uh, down, she gets there and she finds out that Reese Witherspoon is 
is also on her way down because she is going to go find this woman and do a story about her. But then the woman goes to jail because she's selling abortion pills. And Jennifer Aniston doesn't like the sound of that and says, you know what? I actually have to cover this story. I am so passionate about it. So then Reese gives up her story to Jennifer Aniston for some reason. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Doesn't make any sense. Made no sense. No fucking sense. But Jennifer Aniston, she's got to go up into space. What does she do? Bails on space. This thing she's been planning (laughs) for months to do. It's a whole thing to go up into space. They're literally going into space, you guys. This is like they're going in like an hour. Yeah, they're going in an hour to space, and, and she's, she's missing in the, in the morning. Yeah. And, and the she doesn't fuck? tell anyone. She just kind of takes off, and they're like, "We can't find her." And they're like, "We got to get someone else to go into space." So luckily, Reese Witherspoon's there. She and and she's like, "You know what? I'll go into space." There's no training. She just shows up. John Hamm is expecting <laughs> uh, Rachel Green to walk in. Jen Branson. That's where this guy finds out that this girl is not going. And they send this other girl up into uh, Reese into space with no training. And then my favorite part was that the person. <laughs> God. Okay. It is like it's you know how they go like um uh Houston we have a problem like the whole mission control. Oh, the mission yeah, control yeah. is the television studio. So <laughs> the guy who counts down to the shuttle takeoff is the same guy is like the production manager. What's the guy's like well, I think he's the director. He's like the director of the morning show and he's like three, two, <laughs> one, blast off. Okay, that guy I only figured out later because I'm like, why is the guy from the shuttle launch in every episode subsequently in New York. And I'm like, oh, because he's the director of the show. They just threw him in there. Then they go up into space and Reese Witherspoon is floating around being like, the world looks beautiful oh, up here. No. And Jennifer Aniston's downstairs and like downstairs it, on Earth. In a, I call it downstairs. Call that's, downstairs. That's what, yeah. that's what uh, you know, Astronauts uh, cosmonauts. Yeah. Mars. Wait, why did I say cosmonauts? Does that mean wow, Russian? You're, it's a Russian, you're a Russian inf- instrument. Wait, uh, why yeah. are they cosmonauts? Why can't they be astronauts? You know, it's just and a why different is uh, organization. But why are astronauts American? Why can't, because there's nothing, a- astro well, doesn't cosmonauts. mean American. Well, probably in Russian, yeah, co- like the cosmos, the, wh- oh. whatever the language they use to describe a space. A Russian astronaut is a cosmonaut. <laughs> yes. But in France, is it like, Sky monots. Like, do they just pick like <laughs> the star monots? Do they just pick a different way to you say? You know French. You can do better it's than that. Well, I'm just cosmonauts. like uh, a uh, monots or whatever. What's uh, sky in it French? Is, you know, like, it is cosmonauts in French. Cosmonauts. In, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. In oh Russian, my god! I just looked it up. It's cosmonaut. Did cosmonaut. you hate? this episode, Anya, as much as I did, were you just like, I was yelling at the TV. I was like, wait, they just swapped. She stole her story without telling Reese. And then Reese was like, I guess I'll go up into space. It was one of the most disrespectful episodes of television I've ever been a part of. That's, that's, they had no respect for their audience. None. I thought it was. And then the second episode even gets what, I mean, also I thought Reese slept with the woman from Texas. I thought the woman she woke up with in the morning was the woman who was doing the abortion pill thing. That well, was confusing that would have been me. fucked up. No, I would have been very <laughs> upset about that if that was the storyline. I like no I like that you kept watching it after that. Why was Reese blonde and no one talks like she was brunette all up to this, right? No, she went blonde last season. Okay, I think it was I like a choice that. that they made on the show. Yeah. What season yeah, some is Some man this? was like, we need we need her to Three. be blonde. Yeah. <laughs> and you're some telling me season it up, Chris. One and two were good. Yeah, they one were was good. one was good. One I miss great. Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve I do Carell. too. I wish. Yeah, it just makes R. me R. think R. when stuff like this happens that they lucked into a good season and they didn't actually know what they were doing when it came. Can to- we talk about the theme song? <laughs> yeah, 
It is 14 minutes long. What's dumber than scat? Like that was one of the worst ideas that was that anybody's ever had. Watch the morning show. Just please try to get through just the the theme. It's trying to be, I think you should leave. Or not, I think you should leave. Remember, um, Catch Me If You Can? Mm. That, remember that theme? It was yeah. really interesting and it had like kind of cartoon characters that were like mysterious. And it was all mm-hmm. moving and grass. Yeah, it was cool. That's what they're trying to do when they're failing. But um, Tig is on this season though and I like seeing Tig. Yeah, it's great seeing Tig. Yeah, she's cool. That's it's an hot. exciting part of it. It is, yeah. A lot of What'd salt and pepper hair on the season. Tig, oh. ham, and Duplass. Lots of great salt and pepper happening. Oh, I, I can't any- wait for that to happen to my hair. I hope it does. What? You never know huh? with blonde. You won't even let it. You won't even know when it does because we blonde it too much. Yeah, but I want to be salt and pepper, like grayish with the other white. I don't, white think, you I don't do. think you do. You would never. <laughs> you're saying things or to I like, you're saying like, white. oh my God, I wish white, I was white, white. a bigger girl. Like you're doing that thing that women do where they don't really want it, but they're like trying to empower other women. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I don't think here's what I really want. God, if you're listening, goddess. Okay. I want pure white hair. And I'm gonna dye it blonde at the same time, but it's gonna be able to grow out for weeks at a time and no one will know because the blonde that I dye it is just a half a shade off from the white that is natural. Like Kirsten's mom has that hair. Okay. Ingrid. All right. Okay. Just pure white. Can that happen? Do I don't know? know because you'll have to grow out your hair to see what it is. Like at some point, women who go gray, they have to say "fuck it" for a really long time yeah. enough to let the the grays come in. And There's a transition the period there. Yeah, it's rough. It's you gonna see be a rough. lot of it around New York City. It's cool. You'll see a woman just walking down the street and like half her hair is magenta, and then the top half is like salt and pepper. Cool. I have to decide what do we think is cool looking hot and young or looking old as fuck and like owning it because we are kind of split and that's what I think frustrates me is like owning it and being yourself is like the greatest way to look and then looking fake and perfect and like plumped up is also the best thing to look so what's no the problem is there's so many different opinions that there is no consensus so to be like everybody wants everybody to look young like there are a lot of people that want people to look young but there's a there's people that are like oh this woman with platinum gray hair is fabulous because she's like stylish and yes cool so it's like yeah you gotta be stylish if you go gray it's like the problem yeah you have to be real you can't just wear you have like cool collars Stylish yes, or and a like hippie. Lots of <laughs> and like really great, like what are they and called? A great ba- cut. Bangle like <laughs> bracelets. Yeah. Or a hippie. Yeah. I feel like like they're like really deep cool. hippie Fox women hippies. who sell it. Yes. Yeah, and you, you have, have to actually like yourself. Like you have to exude confidence yeah. and self-esteem that like so few people I, I was going to say women, but I think so few people ever reach that level of like, I like myself. But when I think we're all attracted to these women and like just attracted, meaning like, I want to just know her. It's usually a woman who doesn't give a fuck if you care what she looks like. She's not trying anymore in that way. She just like has this thing about her. And I think that's what we're kind of all going for. Have I you loved guys- Esther Perel in uh, The Morning yeah. Show? Yeah, she was- yeah, she's foxy. But yeah. She's, she's still trying. Mm. Yeah, but she's got beautiful crow's feet exploding from each eye. 
And I loved it. Wow, that's <laughs> really. Sure she'd love to oh, hear yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, they were I... like radiating, not exploding. That was a little it's like fireworks dad... on your face. Jesus. <laughs> it's like... Growing up, my dad would would like prefer us her. to have like tucked in shirts and mm. then like mm. you know be clean shaven oh, and yeah, stuff. That yeah, that generation hates an untucked shirt. They loved it, and so sometimes, and he's like the nicest. He's he's just like the nicest, happiest. Like nothing is really laced in in an insult or anything. But now yeah. I think he's genuinely like embraced certain things, and he's like, "Oh, I love, I love the uh, five o'clock shadow." And like in some <laughs> cases, you'd be like, "He, that's an insult masked right. as a compliment." But he because really people do does that sometimes. Like it because your dad he, is he does. genuinely. But people do so that. Kind. People do that thing where they lace an insult, Ugh. masked it, it, like it's like, like they're like, "Oh God, yeah. I, oh, I you really, look healthy." Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yes. yeah, or like. <laughs> Yes. Chubby cheeks. I like your I, I like your laugh lines. <laughs> yes. I think they're great. You're you have beautiful. Strong legs. I wish I had strong <laughs> legs. You go, you mean fat? Is that what you mean? You're just having to call out my I, fat legs. I love that sturdy look you have going. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could wear things like you. Mm. It's just like not care about it just at all. Shop at like big and plus stores. <laughs> I wish they made that in my size. I'm little. I wish I um, was a pig. <laughs> yeah, fat pig. You're a pig. I wish I was like that. Yes, but your dad is a special human being. Yeah, no, he's 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 great. the greatest person he's, I think going. He's he's Me, very my brother in law. We've decided he, the the he's the greatest man for in the America. greatest people we yeah. know. That Matt Matt Green, my brother in law, is, is mm. I think he's the greatest man in America. I w- I would actually nominate him. <laughs> See, I would because family man, like really good dad, yeah. really good husband. Always totally non-judgmental, always so ready funny. to joke around and be silly. Down to clown. Also, like very knowledgeable about like things, cares about the environment, cares about city planning. Yep. Uh, always da- just uh, d- not pretentious. Um, just uh, there's not a bad thing about him. He's a perfect man, except mm. his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't look at him, no. But no, he's he's a he's a stunning man too. He's a cutie. Let's see. Um, no, I'm not attracted to him. Even though he does look exactly like to me, I think you should leave Tim Robbins. He looks like a different version of him, but like his facial mannerisms and stuff are very similar. But yeah, I think him and your dad are like my top, like top great guys, great people. Did you Did and your sister just- ever like share a crush on a guy? She oh, lost yeah. her virginity to someone I had a crush <laughs> on for a while. So that was a bummer. I called my dad that night sobbing. Wait, and did <laughs> in college. T- tell, told him everything? Yeah. No way. <laughs> I didn't tell her like like I wasn't ratting her out. I was just like I, I think I just I didn't say like I I think I w- I don't believe I would have divulged what I knew. It was just like it well, let me can I restate that so my sister doesn't Well, no, she doesn't care. She, she had to lose her virginity at some point. And it wasn't to Matt. I'm not saying the guy's name, but I liked this guy for a while, and he was my age oh, in my class. Right. And this was in so college, a little bit older, right? Is she two years younger or one year? Two years. It, okay. Yeah, and so he was in my grade, and Ooh. he was my friend's friend, and he was like, I liked him a lot, and then I found out that he liked her. That was just the way it went for old Glaze Dog for several years. And I just remember <laughs> sobbing and looking at this cheap. I was on the floor looking at the carpet. I can always remember what carpet I'm staring into when I'm sobbing uncontrollably. It's like a thing. I remember See, so one time begging you to not to break off. up with me. And I remember. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I forgot who told me to get that rug. I'm sure she was a dear friend of mine, but <laughs> I was 
because that's how girls become friends. But I was <laughs> it's the yeah. only way. I just remember things when I'm like sobbing. I was like with this Target rug I had that was purple, and I was like sobbing into it, and my tears were dropping on it. And I was I called my dad because I just had nobody to talk. To. I don't. I, why would I call him? I have no idea. But I just you know what I think at this point in my life I was so mad that my parents made me that I wanted to like torture them because <laughs> right. it was their Take fault I existed. Mm. Yeah, it's my fault that I kind of look like you more than I look like mom. And that's why this guy wanted to have sex with Lauren and not me. And it's, I didn't say that, but it was just like, you, this is your fault. <laughs> and I think lots of kids feel that way. I think that's a, uh, like, that's I didn't ask to get born. Why did you do this? I'm so ugly. No one likes me. It was really sad. And he was just like, and you know, my dad's response. This is my he parents' response. You. you want to hear my parents' response to any response yeah, to yeah. any oh, time? Come on. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's close. This is ridiculous. I'm not listening to this anymore. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> this is just shut up. Shut <laughs> up. I mean, I will give them the benefit of the doubt because I was like, I am so <laughs> ugly. I don't deserve to live. No one wants me. They all want Lauren. So it was kind I'm of like kind annoying. of into that response. <laughs> Now oh, that I think up. about it, and uh, I've had so much therapy about like making sure you allow people up. to have their feelings. <laughs> Nikki, maybe that's better. I'm tired of listening to this shit. It's the same thing over and over. <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> it does kind of work. Almost Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, we have to go to break. We'll be back with more after this. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. 
It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah. Did you guys Did you guys talk? Have you done a podcast this week? Did you talk about your I did one yesterday, weekend? yes. Okay. Well, I talked about the Country Club show. And how it was kind of rough, but it was like ended up being fun. And then Lizzie and I hung out afterwards. But you had like a great friend weekend. I feel like fr- yeah. having friend weekends, because we all like, because of COVID or whatever, we're like we all live in different parts of the country now. And I got it's some like, good hanging in. He got to go see those friends. And it like, it's like uh, reaffir- it's like reaffirming how great life is when you see a great friend. It's mm. so true. I got Lizzie in, which was, you know, she and I used to have lunch every single day for three years from like 2004. 2000- 15 to 2018. Mm. Mustard Seed? Yeah, Mustard Seed Cafe on Hillhurst oh, yeah. in Los Feliz. We would have lunch every day there. We still go there sometimes, and they'll, there's still the bus boy there that is there. The bus wow. man. Bus, he's a bus man now. He yeah, was a boy. He yeah, he's grown. <laughs> and uh, he he still recognizes us. It's nice. And then, um, so yeah, it was so nice to catch up with her. And it's just like, she's someone that I think has probably been hurt by my lack of staying in touch when I live in different cities. But she's let that go now. And so now we we just like hop right into it. We're going to dinner tonight, actually. I'm getting on a plane right at the end of this podcast. And you're going to see her tonight. And I'm going to go to Man, dinner with her so tonight. Funny. And then um, I, I had lunch with Rachel Feinstein and she made me laugh a whole lot. And um, and then I saw Emil. Sierra I Lina? saw I saw him at the airport, too, on my way Sierra home. Wow. Yeah, I had by I didn't have a meal with Emil, but chance? I saw Emil. <laughs> yeah, I just go, Emil! And he was walking by in LaGuardia. <laughs> I've seen I was him like, at an Hi! airport, too, by chance. It was so exciting. Uh, it's so <laughs> think, exciting to run. And then we yeah. like realized we had nothing to talk about because we had just had <laughs> met, met up three nights before that. <laughs> like, we were just going to like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> See ya. And then, um, and he might come on tour with us again. He told me he's, um, he's going to come on some dates, which Wasn't I'm very he, excited about. He's done some dates with somebody else. It's awesome, right? Neil Brennan. Yeah. Yeah. I gave Neil Brennan him. That would be a great show. Well, what a gift. Yeah. I, I own him. No, no. I, <laughs> You're leasing him out like, yeah. <laughs> like Manchester United. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what Manchester United? Like the soccer out? teams will like like lease a player out to another oh, squad. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I saw a meal. Who did else did I see? Oh, Sarah Lena came with me to this event I hosted on Wednesday for like women in journalism. It was called the Matrix Awards, and I made the joke that like, it's a pleasure to host the Matrix Awards, even though I've never seen any of the movies. Um, but I will say uh, a man in a long coat did give me two pills on the way out here on the street and I took both of them so we'll see what happens tonight did you say, did you say the I feel like I can dodge bullets no I didn't say that one did you say I could do kung fu no I, I ran both of these by Chris and he gave me some extra lines but I didn't take them babe. I'm sorry to tell did, you like this did any other jokes do well or bomb um, one thing did really well it got in page six actually someone sent wow. me it um uh, so this woman gave a passionate speech about like her mentor Fra- Frank something. He start he's a big big deal. He's some CEO or something, and she was like, and whenever I get in a jam, I always just think, what would Frank do? Mm. You know, and, and she was talking about that, and so my prompter stopped working at one point, and I was like, what would Frank do? Frank? And people love people love a fucking callback, man. Yeah. And then you did point, something like that at the uh, at the St. Louis. You won that St. Louis Excellent Award or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you talk about that on a podcast? Though? I don't know I if I talked about that. I, oh yeah, I talk, I won that award for um, being a, an excellent ambassador of St. Louis with Jackie Joyner Kersey. And yeah, I, I made some reference to like the mishap because they, as long as you're just addressing thing going is that's going on that is really boring. 
people like like it. Yeah. So I was paying attention to the show so I could make those references because that's where I was gonna like get in the the laughs. Um, final thought: I wasn't paid for this event. Just gonna put that out there. <laughs> Usually, you get like a gift bag or like you get or they, they like, donate to a, a charity that said like, "Hey, thank you for doing this." Uh, no, didn't get it. <laughs> they did get my writer. They did get me a oh, um, rice cake. No, no, what's nothing? Yeah, exciting they got me is on your writer. No, nothing. Literally rice cakes Smart. and hummus Pop. and mm. no, they got me a veggie tray and a zevia. How but I did take in my. Yeah, they got me. They got me car service there and back, okay. and they got me my flights. But I put oh, myself nice. up. Wow! So for the Matrix Awards, I, yeah, and it's like a charity. And let me tell you, they gave away these awards that were made from Tiffany, like at Tiffany. What? And I go, why couldn't you just go to a trophy company, <laughs> giving me a couple grand, even donate? Like, if I do an award show again, I'm going to ask for something. Yeah, give give something to Star like Avian Rescue ring or something. Yeah. Yes, like, that's crazy. <laughs> that seems like a Tiffany's. Is this a charity? Is this a it's nonprofit? A like, or is it just? I'll just tell you when someone found out that was honored at the thing. I kind of broed out with one of the girls that was giving an, getting an award, who is one of the most impressive people I've ever met in my entire life. Um, she she got an award. Um, and she I told her later on because she was like, "You killed it. That was such a long night." Oh my God, like you brought so much levity. Thank God you were there because it was it was long. And um, she did, and I said, did you know what? I go, and I can't believe I didn't get paid. And she goes, what the fuck? <laughs> she was like, you did it? She goes, what is wrong with you? Who is representing? She got so <laughs> mad, all caps. And it felt really good because I don't know why I did. I'm glad I did it, I think. Um, <laughs> Seems like, like I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not gonna ask me back. Not because I didn't do a good job, but I did try very hard. And um, yeah, you just uh, and you were it in was, great. It's company. my fault for doing it and thinking that I would feel good enough doing it and not getting anything compensated. Like not getting compensated. I should have you know researched it a little bit more. Mm, do your own research. Everybody knows that. And as a yeah, as a journal, I should have known that. Well, How Katie did they justify this to it last you? year? So I could see saying yes because you're like oh, all Katie I Kirk went post. off of was my manager. I didn't even read the initial email. My manager said this would be good for you to do, and he rarely says that. And he's like hmm. the best in the game. He's the best, and so I think he might have just made a mistake in this moment mm. because this wasn't this. Why is it I good for you to do? That. We'll find That's out. That's what I would like to know. <laughs> in 20 We're years, we'll find we'll, out in we'll, the we'll next year. I made friends with this really impressive journalist woman that I'm like obsessed with. So like Maybe that, that was, was worth it. it to me. My friend Sarah Lena was there, and I you did got I, into page six. I did a good job, and the event. Let me just say, there was no, this was nothing to shake a stick at. This event was a very well done bin, dinner banquet. Amazing, like. Um, just like it's something like I would have seen like you produce, Chris. Like you would have been really loved the the, the screens. Like while people Ooh. were speaking, there would be a slideshow behind them. Then afterwards, there would be a video about their life, and the video was really interesting. And the speech, like the people that ran it, were fucking top notch. The people who it was, you know, I'm I'm not trying to backtrack and like give credit, but it is. <laughs> it was an impressive event, but they should have paid a host. And I hope next year whoever hosts it gets some money because it was a lot of work for me. To do. Yeah. yeah. You prepared and a lot. I will say that when I first got out there, um, the microphone was like down by my chest because I guess whoever had set it up was very short and they couldn't hear me, but I thought they could. Like, I'm not yeah, an idiot with amplification. Right. Like, I know. <laughs> so I just thought they could hear me, but they couldn't. So I'm talking about like, this is such an important night for women to share their voices. I'm so honored to be here. 
Like, to be a beacon we for can't all hear women. you. And so then a man, one of the stage directors comes out, a man, and takes the mic while I'm talking and lifts it up. And I go, oh, so I guess we do need men to like share our voices. <laughs> I was like, thanks for mansplaining microphones to me. And I got a laugh too. So that was good. So that was like a, I would have probably written that in had I thought. Uh, that's a great yeah that's a great but everyone they were honoring was like really cool I got to hear a bunch of like TED talks from these very impressive women it wasn't I I would do the event again but it was just too much work for me right now in my life if I didn't have anything else going on I would absolutely have volunteered to do this it was just coinciding with like my tour and you've got that tour coming up are there any dates that you've got there's so many dates Um, name one um, Wheatland California which is near Sacramento Mm. Um, that's coming up I have uh, Vegas this weekend I have um, San Diego San Francisco Calgary Prior Lake Minnesota Minnesota. Lawrence Kansas Denver I've just added a show um, on the 30th at the, I believe the Paramount Theater. They love you in Denver. Yes. Yeah. Let's so let's sell that out. I would love to do two shows, and I think that one will be pretty close to like midnight. So we'll be able to ring in the thirty first together. Great, great <laughs> crowds New Year's in Denver. Eve. It's on the thirtieth. No way. Yeah. Wow. So Atlantic City. That's bold. Portland, yeah. I, know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. For Actually, that's kind of better Detroit. for people for people that live in Denver. Like skip skip New Year's Eve. Do New Year's Party Eve with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's taking no traffic. The next day. N- none yes. of the danger no of being out there. No kissing anyone. Well, you can kiss There's somebody. No one kissing at my shows. <laughs> <laughs> I forbid it. Um, When's the last time you kissed? Today, this 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 afternoon. Yeah. When I got home. Oh, was it like a lot of tongue or? No. No, gross. we don't we don't go in for tongue unless it's like the, <laughs> you know. We don't go into each other's Put bodies until it's time to go into each other's bodies. <laughs> let's, let, I, let's, I think it's time to end what? this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we 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 kiss every every night before bed. I so it was last night before bed, and then when I saw you today, when I got home, and I go, "Hi, honey, I'm home." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we Aww. do that whole charade. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> charade. And yesterday, I made him. I'm really. I'm obsessed with the song. Um, Sure thing by Miguel. Yeah. I had a game that I was thinking about trying to play, but I think we're out of time. We're out of time. What was the game? It's called Hot Takes. It's something I do on the Courtney show. Oh my God. And it's Let's basically what it. I do is I go around to everybody, I bring up a topic, and then I go, Nikki, and then you guys, you have to do a pretty quick hot take. Like oh, the I'm game has, Let's just do one really The game quick. has pace. Well, we have to, for it to work, we have to do like like three. Well, let's Otherwise, just try it feels one. silly. <laughs> because, well, then it's not a, because then it's literally like, what's your hot take on this? And then you say something quickly, and then we say, all right. Well, everyone just says those, f- fine, a hot take for each person. We'll do yeah, three. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we could do it that way. Okay, okay cool. cool. This is called hot takes. All right. Here we Go. Natalie and Bruglia's 1997 cover of Torn. Anya, hot take. Great. Loved it. Edna Swap wrote it. She fucking nailed it. Good true, for her. True story. Sports betting in America. Good for America or bad for America? Brian, hot take. Oh, excellent for America. Everyone could be rich. Married life on a scale of one to ten. Brian. Uh, ten. <laughs> Crossword puzzles. Do you like doing them or not? Nikki, go. Um, 
They are fun every night, but I feel around 8.30 to 9 o'clock, there is a tension in the room as Chris awaits one. He can't really pay attention to whatever we're waiting because they drop at 9 o'clock. Whatever we're watching is not getting his full attention. There's just like a, a, a little bit of like a, um, there's like a little anticipation. And then when we do them, I've been losing so much because Brian and Chris and I all kind of compete on Mondays and Wednesdays. I don't even sub submit mine because as soon as Chris, as soon as I'm second place, I don't even want to do it anymore. And so I just stop playing. Nikki gives up. Great hot take. Dusty as an insult. No. A hot take. Uh, I like it as an insult Dusty to use against somebody cool, else. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Noah, expound. Who would you call Dusty? Uh, probably like some gross metal dude. Yeah. Wait, Great answer. <laughs> Great answer. Salsa. Is it for dipping, pouring, or drinking? Drinking. Oh, Nikki, my favorite drink. <laughs> Yesterday, I even said, I was talking about a salsa, and I was like, my mom won't even drink that brand. And Chris was like, people don't drink salsa. Yeah, Nikki said my mom won't drink that brand. <laughs> I so forgot crazy. that people don't drink Wait, it. I'm Last hot take. I'm, I'm salivating. <laughs> just thinking oh, about yeah, it. I know. Wait, I got to go catch a plane. Okay, Last well, hot take. Mm, Miguel's okay. best song. Hot take. Nikki. Uh, sure thing. I, t I say it's adorn. Brian, hot take. Miguel's best song. I don't know who Miguel is. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alejandro's best novel. Anya, hot take. Oh. Trick Alejandro. question. Hot take is over. Wait, Very who well is done. Alejandro? That's it was made up because I just it's said the Lady Gaga song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It is, a, it is a Lady Gaga song. All right. Thank Good you so job. much for Great coming on the podcast, game. Chris. You're going to drive me to so the airport now, baby? Yeah, we're going to the airport. All right. All right. Going to gate 56. No kissing. All right. Thank you guys so much. Um, see you on the road, on the tour. Please come out to my shows. I would love to see you besties there. Uh, don't be good. And da -da 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 just dance. We'll be, be okay. okay. Da -da -da and just dance. Just gotta go. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.